Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the NI Golf Channel podcast episode. Something or other, we've given up counting. It's into the 70s, MJ. <laughs> shall we say 70 then, or shall we say 71? We're just going to say 71. 70-something. 70 70-something. 70 <laughs> uh, so, wherever you're listening, good morning, as I say, and uh, let's get cracking on the programme this evening, Mr Kelly. Well, this week we're turning our intentions to the ISPS Honda World Invitational, presented by Modest Golf. Uh, we'll hear from Stephanie Meadow on the prospect of playing in the front of home fans. We'll also speak to Mazarine GC professional David Hughes about the challenges that will await the competitors next week at the event. And we have a usual roundup of the amateur and professional games. So let's kick off, Mr Kelly. Before any of that, since our last broadcast on the final day of the Open, there was a huge announcement for Irish golf uh, with the 2026 Ryder Cup being staged at Adair Manor in County Limerick. What a boost on the back of the Open. Okay, it's, you know, five, six years away, yeah, or seven yeah. years away. But, you know, great news. Well, if you consider, MJ, just how how the build-up went to the Open Championship and, and how it seemed to take... It, let's put it this way. We started talking about the announcement, and then next thing you know, we were sitting in Ralphport Rush at the event. No, no. <laughs> we, we, we talked about the announcement, then we had five long years... <laughs> Of talking about, talking the, about event the open before it actually arrived, it was a laborious time. It, I have to say, it was. A, There's only so much excitement you can have over five years. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. However, and we did have a great time up there. Um, so the Ryder Cup build-up is going to be the same, but there's we added benefits, Morris, with coming with a Ryder Cup event. Um, for example, there's other things that are tied into it by the European Tour. I think we'll see an Irish Seniors Open return. Um, over the next few years as well that's part of the deal we'll also likely see at least one Irish Open down in the Durham Manor by the way have you got that no invite? I haven't had the invite net. No, I'm, I'm still waiting on that still invite on that, yeah. you'd have thought by now yeah, somebody, somebody would have been on this yeah, but, but anyway um, so we've got that whole build up the next 6 or 7 years where there'll be lots of events to do with the Ryder Cup and then one of the other things Morris is we still have two Open Championships to come Indeed. Uh, now, there's not going to be the same kind of... I mean, the, at our manner, from the outside eye looking in, because we haven't been invited, pretty much looks like it's ready to go. Like, yes. like how much better can that course get? No. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like there's going to be the infrastructure, there's not going to be the planning, mm-hmm. there's not going to be all of the stuff that went on for the Open. Yeah. So it's going to be basically... You don't hear nothing for the next five years. Well, they are going to they are going to do some infrastructure in term, terms of building roads and things around the area, but the course itself is ready. Aye. They'll have to build the infrastructure, the stands, and all that sort of thing. But uh, and and you know, JP McManus, who obviously is the man behind the Durham Manor, he's put in so much, shall we say, financial clout behind the MJ uh-huh. that nothing is going to start in the way of himself and the Irish government over the next way. No, it's going to be it's going to be amazing, and to say it'll be twenty years since the K Club. Yeah, like that's you know, yeah. I was, I was what ten whenever the last <laughs> Ryder Cup was. <laughs> I was at that Ryder Cup, and I have to say it was. The noise was up there with the Open Championship noise. Oh, I'm sure. On that side, you oh, know, it was just mental. And it's just, it, you know, it, we, we talked at the time about how big an event the Open Championship is now. Like the Ryder Cup is a step up in terms mm-hmm. of in terms overall of world attention yeah, yeah. and craziness. Yeah. Were you there for the whole the whole gig last time? Were you working at it? Yeah, I actually was graft. Well, I wasn't really Supposedly working, working at yeah, it. Yeah. I was out, but it was, and it was unbelievable in terms of, 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 of an event. So I'm really looking forward to that. But... Morris, one of the things that at both of these events now, has there ever been, if you're into golf, a better time for golf here? 
Certainly not. Certainly not. Not not in that I can remember. No. It's like the, the the biggest profile events in the world. Yeah, are, are here on the island of Ireland. It's just unbelievable. We've got to make the most of it, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, so far on. Well, while the Ryder Cup is some way off, our focus this episode is, as we say, on the ISPS Honda, which is going to be at Galgorm and Mazarin next week, the ladies and men's event. And earlier on this week, I caught up with Stephanie Meadow. She was born in Jordanstown, and she's looking ahead to her first pro event on home soil you're in scotland this week and obviously uh, you're there purely to warm up for galgorm yeah in terms of uh, the whole galgorm thing um uh-huh. you know playing at home it must be well, what's that going to be like if you can get your head around that playing professionally at home i know you've played as an yeah. amateur before right yeah no it's um it's going to be different for sure you know it's it's quite shocking that you know, I've been pro for what five years on and I still haven't had the opportunity to play at home in front of a home crowd. And um, you know, for a country like Ireland, it has so many great players and so many great golf courses. To not have an event there is is pretty astonishing. So um, hopefully, you know, this now turns the page on that, and um, hopefully, it'll be you know lots more to come, and and who knows what'll happen. But um, you know, I can't wait. I I expect there to be probably quite a few people there that I haven't seen in in a while. Um, and honestly, I think it's just a great thing to be a part of. And I guess I'm a bit, you know, I'm from pretty much right down the road, not too far. So, you know, it's, it's something that I'm quite proud of to be able to do that and compete in it. Have you played Mazarin or Galgore much in your time? Um, you know, I know I've played them both, I'm pretty sure, but it was a long time ago and I can't really remember anything so I guess the question is going to be um, when I get on the first tee next week <laughs> uh, will any of it come back um, you know I just I don't know I might have been 10 or 11 when I played them so okay. it was a long time ago um, but you know I've got practice rounds booked and um, you know I'll be one in each course and then go from there it shouldn't be anything too tricky to figure out so um, but it's good. I mean I'm sure it's going to be a busy week I mean there's a lot of things going on and um, it's just fabulous to have. Um, when you sort of heard about the concept and what the modest guys were planning mm-hmm. and then get involved once ISPS Honda came on board, um, what's your feeling about that sort of this concept of an inclusive event? It's, there's, there's, mm-hmm. there's definitely a move in that direction now, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I played in the Vic Open, which is um, in Australia, and it's pretty much the exact same concept. Um, and it, it went really well. It was a little weird at the beginning, to be honest, seeing men, <laughs> um, you know, hitting balls. It's just a little strange. You know, you're so used to just female everywhere. Um, but, you know, it was great. And I think a lot of the spectators enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. You know, I think I got a lot of feedback where they were saying, you know, oh, well, maybe they would have come out to see the men. And then they were surprised how much they enjoyed seeing the girls. And, you know, a lot of that sort of stuff. And I think we get that quite often, to be honest. But um, I think it's it's great for us to be able to draw the, you know, some spectators that we maybe necessarily wouldn't draw just by ourselves. Um, you know, and once maybe they see us, then maybe they'll come and again but um, you know an equal pay thing you know yes it's a obviously a lot smaller purse than what we play for on the LPGA every weekend and week out but just to have the concept there that you know okay maybe there is a, a kind of a call for equal pay or at least a step in the right direction you know I, I understand that we're 
you know, PGA Tour and LPGA Tour are two very different products, and I get that, but I don't think that we should be like, you know, a tenth of what they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I think it's going to be good, and I think, I mean, I honestly think it's great for it's great for sponsors too. They get both sides, and I think it's just really good for everybody involved. Um, it, it seems like the likes of yourself and Leonie's are taking a very active role in this twenty twenty BC, mm-hmm. you know, and all that sort of thing. Is it? Uh, this is maybe a weird question. Is it tiring being feeling that you always have to speak out? Do you know what I mean? You're, people are always. It, it <laughs> yeah. almost becomes like the first thing people are asking you is now. They don't even ask you about your game yeah. any longer. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, you know, I think. You know, as a professional athlete, and especially coming from, you know, Northern Ireland or Ireland in her case, that. You know, there hasn't been people before us, really, like golfers-wise. Um, and I think that kind of comes with the territory that maybe that's, you know, part of it that you, you know, because I wish that I had somebody when I was, you know, 10, 11 to look up to and say, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, she did it, I could do it, you know, sort of thing. We, it was just a big guessing game for all of us, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we didn't exactly know how it all worked. Um, and, you know, okay, there was LET players, but not the whole way. And, um you know, so I think that's kind of comes with the territory, but it's also something that I feel pretty strongly about because I feel like if I hadn't have been as lucky in kind of my really early days, you know, when I was kind of eight or nine, you know, I was in a girls group and I felt comfortable and I was introduced to the game and that sort of environment. And I don't think a lot of people are. So I was just one of the luckiest people to get that. And I don't know if I hadn't had that, would it be here today or not? So. Um, you know, yeah, it it is a bit of a risk. Oh, we don't want to say responsibility, but it can be. You know, you have to talk about it a lot, but it's something that I enjoy talking about and I am passionate about it, so I don't really mind at all. Um, yeah. You know, even if it just affects one or two or three girls, I mean, that's okay. You know, it doesn't have to affect thousands. You know, just as long as you know, maybe two girls get an extra opportunity. I mean, that that means the world to me. So, just as we're playing out that interview, Paul's phone rings. Paul being the most famous man in golf, who's on the other end of the phone? It's Cormac Sharvin. For a bit of a chat about the ISPS hand event up at Galgorm and Mazarin, and here's what Cormac had to say to Paul. So, listen, um, just a, a, a really quick a wee update about the, the hand event. Um, I, mean, mm-hmm. I know you've played Galgorm. What about Mazarin? Any great experience around there? Um, I hadn't played it probably since Fred Bailey, I'd say. Um, <laughs> Um, but I was actually there yesterday mm-hmm. um, just to see what it's like. I don't plan to play a practice round there next week, so I just had a, had a look around yesterday to see what it was like. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. It's nice, new condition, and I'm sure it'll be a decent test, I'd say. Not not overly long, would you think? No, it's not, it's, it's not overly long, but I think it's... If the greens firm up, it'll be tricky because the greens are quite, 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 far, uh, quite small. So, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to know how it'll play in tournament with if we get, if it's going to be wet or. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll play very different depending on what the weather's going to be like. I played yesterday and there wasn't much wind and yeah. it was pretty scorable. But okay, I think I think they're going to grow their off, so it's going to be difficult if you start missing throws. Okay. Um, in terms of your form coming in here, we know how well you've played this year, um, mm-hmm. and, but your profile's gone up, I presume, quite a lot since the Irish Open. Have you, you know, are, are you getting that wee bit more tension now than you were getting before? Um, to a certain extent, like not 
I probably will come play next week. I'd say I'll probably feel it a bit more. When I when I've been away, it's it's been similar to the Challenger events because not much. There's not much going on publicity wise at the Challenger events. So, um, but yeah, I'd say people probably know a bit more about me and maybe follow me a bit more after seeing me at the actually. Yeah, I would say that. It's me. I think I might feel a bit of that next week. I might have to do a few things next week, but yeah, generally it hasn't really changed much. I would say. Yeah, but in terms of um, one of the things that was very noticeable down in Lahinch was was how sort of level headed you were and how calm you were, and that's all the yeah. work that you've been doing, as you say, on your mental processes, and and yeah. that, that just continues regardless of where you are. Is that the whole approach? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's, yeah, pretty much. It's, I'm trying to get that. At, like a big thing for Irish Open for me was to just treat it like any other event and I think that's probably why I got myself into contention because I didn't get overwhelmed by playing in such a big event mm-hmm. so just try to try and treat every event as just like another work week and mm-hmm. just try and stick to your processes and play the best golf you can on that week and whatever, you, whatever game you have that week try and manage it to, to be able to compete to have a chance to win Okay um, In terms of the format um, and what they're trying to do with this event um, mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts on that? You might have already experienced that yourself have you? Yeah, I played one event a few years ago. It, it seemed to work pretty well. Um, obviously, anything that's going to develop the sport, I think, I think it's a better incentive for people to get involved, sponsorship-wise and stuff. If you if you make it men and women, and I think it's just there's going to be a bit like different vibe about it. I think it's going to be more people are probably going to be a little bit more interested in it. Um, yeah, I think it's a good incentive. I mean, anything that's going to bring golf tournaments to Ireland, Northern Ireland, is, is is always a good incentive. So yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, are, and are you feeling any? Because you're out sort of playing and out on tour, are you feeling any of the sort of the the buzz, the, the feel good factor from the whole Shane Laurie thing? Because with Shane Laurie win the Open, which was amazing, we had the Open here, which was amazing, mm-hmm. and then we've had the announcement about um, the Ryder Cup returning. So like, yeah, it seems like. God Golf is really, really in the open. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I mean, the open was pretty close to me with my uncle, Bill Caddy and Fishy. Yeah. So what was that like? I, uh, we had a great time. Like, I think we, we, we had a few nights out in Dublin and <laughs> partied a bit, so it kind of felt like, well, it was that first first major for our family, I guess. <laughs> so, no, that was, yeah. that was, um, was a cool experience, obviously. I've played a bit with Shane, so it obviously gives you a bit of confidence as well. And, um, I mean, gives you a bit, of, a bit of drive as well to, to try and get get to that level, I guess. Uh huh. And you're ninth in the challenge to your rankings now. You're in perfect yeah. position. Um, maybe I know six six events left. Um, yeah, it's slightly. I'd say there's more. There's going to be more than okay. ten or eleven. I think. Okay, fair enough then. So yeah. really, really, you're just halfway through then. Really, in your sense. Yeah, pretty much halfway through. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of work to be done. Like I can't get. The worst thing I can do is try and feel like I'm comfortable because I, at the end of the day, I kind of probably need to at least double what I've made this points I've had this year. So yeah, okay. there's plenty of work still to be done. So yeah, and it's, it's obviously nice playing at home, less traveling, all that sort of thing. But as you say, it, ultimately, it's it's just another tick along. The yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's another work week for me next week, so I'm just going to try and prep the way that we do any other event and 
Yeah. Um, hopefully I can play well. So Stephanie's currently in Scotland playing the Lady Scottish Open, as is Leona Maguire. Yeah, there's no European Tour event this week. Um, the Challenge Tour is in Denmark. Um, Conor O'Rourke, David Curry, Gary Hurley, Robert Dawson and Rui McGee are all in action. Okay, and it's the start of the FedEx Cup playoff season on the PGA Tour and the Northern Trust. Shane Laurie, Graham McDowell and Rory McIlroy. Seamus Parr is off competing in the Corn Ferry Tour Finals in order to keep his PGA Tour card. He's had a hard old time in the last three yeah. years, hasn't he? It just seems to be constantly on the bubble, grafting his way, just trying desperately hard to, to get himself back into that one two five. you know. He's missed out this. He's not as good as last year. I think he finished around 140. So he's having to go through this sort of, to try and get himself a card of some sort. And that's pretty much most of the local interest in the pro game. Just yeah. let's get back to the the ISPS handa then up at Galgrove and Mazarine. You're going to be there the whole time covering it as much as you can for the various outlets and the various uh, the PGA and stuff. Just tell us a bit about the event and just recap mm-hmm. exactly what's going to be happening and what the format is. Yeah. That kind of thing. So this is the first of event of its kind. It's a mixed event. Ladies and men playing together. I should also notice that there's 20 amateurs playing the event yep. as well. Yep. They'll be playing for separate prize and a couple of disabled golfers. Brenton Lawler's playing our mate Brenton from the yeah, dogs yeah. playing in, in, uh, as one of, as one of the amateurs. So they're going to play across the two events. So there's full big full fields. It's a full challenge to event. It's on their schedule. It's not on a lady schedule at the minute. That's why it's an invitation. Invitation, yeah, and, and it's not the men versus the ladies. It's not it's that men versus men and ladies versus yeah. ladies. They're just playing on the same courses. Yeah. Now obviously they're going to be set up slightly different. They'll not be playing the same lengths, of course, but uh, so they'll play one round on uh, the Friday on Mazarine or Galgorm and then they'll switch around opposite way on the on, on the, the sorry Thursday the Thursday Friday, Thursday, yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah. and after that they'll, they'll, there'll be a cut and then on the Saturday those people who have made that initial cut will play in Galgorm and then there'll be another cut to I think top 60 or something and then they'll play on the Sunday in Galgorm the prize money is split straight down the middle it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each. Okay, that's quite a lot for ladies. And for men, yep. okay, yeah, and for ladies. Unfortunately, it won't count towards um, any ladies' order of merit rankings. But it, will for the men. but it definitely will. So it's a big deal for the challenger players as yeah. always. So and we've we've already attracted a lot of top quality ladies golfers. I see Carly Booth was just announced mm-hmm, there. Yeah. Um, we've got um, obviously Lisa and Leona McGuire's going to play on the men's side. We've got Michael Hoy, Connor Sames, Cormac Shaw signed up so we've got a lot of really top quality players and more to come so then when it comes to the the, the Saturday and Sunday it's all taking place at Galgorm all taking yeah okay so Friday and Thursday and Friday is Mazarin and Galgorm yeah yep. Uh, and do we know sort of the order of events or is it ladies on Mazarine on Thursday men on Friday well, or at the minute I believe that they were aiming for and haven't done the tea times or anything yet was to have like a three ball of ladies out and follow by a three ball of men follow by a three ball of ladies oh, so totally on, on, mixed totally mixed on both courses yep. all, on all days exactly alright okay and that was our ambition and, and, and with the amateurs mixed in as well and that'll be the format on, on the Saturday and exactly, Sunday exactly so none of this where you'd be standing waiting so there's there's a man uh-huh. and then all oh, wait for women no it's a mixed event wow, they're all class. in together yeah, yeah. and then obviously the pro-ams on, on the Wednesday and Nile Horn's playing in it and a lot of sporting stars are all playing in Galgorm plus if you go online, check out the website, the the, the World Invitational website, they have a whole load of music events coming up yep. this week as yep. well. a load of gigs as well, yeah. And, so. and so they're, they're really going with it. Now, as I said, in the past, the NI Open was free. Yes. 
And this year, obviously, with it being across two sites, they put the prize money up. Understandably, they're going to have to put the, some some tickets on. You can still get tickets. Go online, get yourself some tickets. However, the pro am tickets free. Yes. Do you need to apply for those? You still have to go online, get yourself and sort okay. all them. Can you rock up on the pro am day? Good question, Morris. I don't know at this stage because I think Ross. I chatted to Ross uh, from Galgorm on on the day job uh-huh. on the radio. And I think he pretty much intimated that you can rock up, but you need you kind of have to register something yeah. when you arrive. I remember them doing that kind of registration Before, thing last yeah. time. So, and you can imagine if you have the likes of Nal playing there, that they have to be pretty conscious of security and how many yeah, people yeah. are about the place. And do we know is there a park and ride this year? Or I haven't heard that yet, Morris yet okay. either. So, uh, you can, but you can check out the website. Definitely. Uh, Golf, I think it might be. Okay, worldinvitational.golf. But yes. if, you, if you Google ISPS hand at World Invitational Galgorm, you'll get all the details yep. there. Uh, it's, a, it's a major high-level event. You know, the tourist board. Right golf, in behind it. The, the golf uh, uh, department of the tourist yep. board are in behind it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be another fantastic event. Yeah, it's, it's groundbreaking. It's one of those things that, you know, in years to come, we could say that's the first time that happened and it happened here. Now, speaking of Mazarin. Yes. So, as I said, Mazarin and Galgorm will host the event. Mazarin would probably not be just as well known to many golfers as Galgorm would be over the years. So, we thought we'd well, better speak. Years spe- ago, probably, well, obviously before yeah. Galgorm existed. <laughs> it's, it's there longer than Galgorm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it doesn't hasn't had the sort of high profile events. Yeah. It has had some good amateur events over the years. There's a championship level course. So, we thought we'd speak to someone who knows a bit more about it. So, we spoke to the club professional, David Hughes, who told us a bit about what to expect if you rock up to Mazarin. Mazarin is, is a parkland championship. You know, of course, um, to be honest with you, it's a hidden gem. Like, it's right on the shore of Loch Ness. Um, and we'd love, obviously, over the last few years, we've got it more publicised. And obviously, with the British Girls in 2014, we've just been getting more PR from that. And obviously, hosting, you know, co-hosting this event, it just keeps getting better and better. And obviously, more members and visitors are coming to the place and can't uh, think enough of it. Like, so we're getting really good exposure that way, you know. Back in the day, uh, David, my dad used to play Mazarin quite a bit in, in the likes of the inter-club competitions, and he used to always rave about it. Uh, what what came with the setup? Is it a long course, or what, how many par fives and things? Uh, well, Mazarin would consist of um, four par fives, three being in the back nine, one being in the front. Um, it's 6,700 yards off the white sticks, so yes, it would be classed as an average length course. Uh, wouldn't be short now, but there are longer parkland golf courses out there, but it's still very challenging with the rough. You know, I mean, you need to be hit, able to hit the fairways, and it's very positioning. Golf course got to position it well off the tee in order to score well around here. So, uh, what about what about the greens? Now, Masrin was always well known for having nice slick greens. Is uh, are you still up to speed on the greens, David? We went through a patch there, um, and yes, we didn't have the greens to the quality we want. But over the last few years now, with Mark and his team. Like I would say, the greens at the minute are the best they've ever been. Um, there's no blemishes on them. They're running fantastic. And they, they can hold in every condition, even with wet conditions. Do you mean within 10 or 20 minutes, the greens are dry again, rather than let the water sit there. So the guys have done a lot of work getting rid of the thatch that was in the green and getting replaced with the bent. And you can really notice the difference over the last few seasons, even from the point of actually having nine holes open in the winter to now being an 18-hole golf course for 12 months of the year, which is obviously difficult with the weather being the way it is in the winter over here in Northern Ireland. So Yeah. And you mentioned, David, hitting the fairways is probably a premium, but it wouldn't be a particularly hilly course. It's, it's fairly flat, isn't it? 
we have three holes that would consist that we would call sort of hills on it. It would generally be a flattish course. But we, unfortunately, there's not any, it's no up and down holes as such. It's every hole felt... Well, I don't want to pinpoint anything, but no, it's uh, certainly not it's not hilly now at all. But uh, we have our, our two or three hills there, the second and the fourth and seventh. Um, and as I say, that front line especially, you got to keep it in play. And as I say, you'll have a good short mid-iron to be able to attack the pins. And hopefully the boys will find that's the case when they come here and play. But there's no real benefit to stand there with driver in every hole. It's not that sort of golf course. Right up. And in terms of visitors rocking up, then what's the best sort of days or times from the visit? And what what what's the green fee like? Our green fees are reasonable, so we're thirty five there during the week and forty pound at the weekend. Now, if you obviously have the luxury of knowing a member of here, we get it for twenty pound. And one of the things that we have between our internal clubs, the likes of Galgorm, in this case, they can come and play here for the member rate, which is £20, um, which is a nice nice gesture. And obviously, co-hosting this event, we've had really good support from Galgorm as much as we're trying to support them. So um, it, it is great that way. Yeah. And you go through the likes of the tea time deals with like Golf Now, or anything, or do you have to book directly yourselves? We have Golf Now. Um, obviously, the BRS system is in place here at Mazarine, so anybody can go online and book online. Uh, with hot deals on every day um, as well. So there is t- opportunities to get that cheaper green fee on quieter days, such as Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, we generally have an open competition on every Wednesday throughout the spring-summer period, as well as a Sunday. And our main competition day is obviously a Friday and Saturday here, being ladies being on a Friday and Saturday being a for our gents. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, well, this, this event itself, you know, it's, it's a real bit different. There's a bit of a buzz about it. What's it like around the club? Is people really interested in it? There's a bit of excitement about the place. It was obviously in the world of unknown when we uh, when we hosted that event in 2014. Members didn't know what to expect. Um, they were just told that the golf course is closed for a week. But obviously, as the event went on, um, the members then got really into the event and to watch the standard of golf even from that level was incredible. So, with Challenge Tour men and European Tour ladies coming here. Um, we're getting a really good interest from both men and ladies, which is fantastic to see. Um, a lot of juveniles and stuff really getting interested and going to come down and do a lot of work around the place and be about here nearly every day next week to, to see how it should be done. Brilliant stuff, David. Listen, thank you very much for coming on us. If you were going to uh, tip the, the, the perfect golfer to win round there, who who are we looking about? We're looking at somebody who plots away around and can hold a few putts. Um, there's a couple of stand in mind but if I was to pinpoint somebody out there that I feel that's playing really well and had a really good Irish Open there uh, it's Cormac Sharvin I think Cormac could, could do well around both courses now to be honest Brilliant David listen thank you very much for that and, and thanks for telling us all about Mazarine and thank you for all your work up to now hopefully we have a really good week next week I appreciate it Paul thank you sir Cheers all the best mate. thanks Morris cheers Right, short and sweet this time on to the amateur news now and Livia Mahaffey will return to action following her hand injury on the GB&I Aster Trophy team in Canada at the end of August. Uh, the Aster Trophy is held once every four years between teams from Australia, Canada, GB and Ireland, uh, New Zealand and South Africa. Each country is represented by four players and each country contests foursomes and singles match play in a round-robin type event. Yeah, there's home internationals on at the minute and unfortunately we're recording just as things are getting the the tight stages in a couple of the matches. Ireland were ahead of Scotland before I came down here this evening, Morris. Okay, fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed. Ireland's girls, they proved too strong for Scotland. They chinned them. Ireland's boys won yesterday as well, and they're playing away at Tom. Our mate Tom's playing there yep. as well. So, Good. so 
Home at national teams doing very well. Uh, England's Frank Kennedy captured the Irish Under-14 Boys Championship at Greenacres with a one-over par winning total. There's quite a few youngsters actually from Hollywood and stuff playing in that. Well. Yeah, yeah, there's probably a few of them playing today as well because the Ulster Under-16 Boys Open was on at Carnley and it was won by Ballyneaty, GC man, that's down in Limerick. Uh, Morgan Sullivan with a couple of scores of 68-69. Pretty good. Nose conditions are a bit wet today. Meanwhile, Bally Bunyan's Peter Sheenan won the 2019 Ulster Seniors Open Championship well done to Peter and before we go before we go now many years ago now you, you used to be in the last 18 months you probably not as much you were a bit of a range rat there for I a while was for too long yes. for too long you you battered an awful lot of golf balls at range um, and I got contacted there recently about knock bracken driving range which is Back up and running. There's All been right. investment in Knock Bracken driving range. Knock Bracken, is that Mount Ober? Mount Ober, yes, yes, exactly what Mount Ober used to be. I don't know if Mount Ober Club is still there, but certainly. Well, the, club was, the club was turned into a, a foot golf right. course. Well, I've got some more news about That's why we were talking earlier about that. There is a planning permission in at the minute at that area for a new nine hole golf course. Uh, so they're going to convert they're it, back, convert again, it back to nine hole. Yeah. But anyway, um, the owner, it's been, the, Knock Bracken was bought over by our mates Club to Hire people oh they bought that over and they've installed a new manager there he's david sutton he was in touch with me there recently he said listen paul can you give us a shout out the place is up and running again said it's a great spot and his big selling point he says you can hit off the grass grass aha because last time i was up there which is years ago now this is this is what five years ago yeah probably just before it kind of all changed started to change yeah i was hitting off the grass yes and i thought how many ranges need to do when this? you see, yeah, least, that is exactly what he said to me. They've invested, they've relayed the whole area. The around the time of the open, the David Howell down to do an official opening. There you David go. was in, but yes, Morris, there you go. So if you're looking. And you're in that part of Belfast. There's a nup- now. You look at the number of really good ranges that are now yeah, opening yeah. around Belfast. So it's it's South Belfast. It's a way up. That sort of if you go to Forestside and you go up, up the road, up the Saint Road, road and then yeah. you turn left up. Yeah, can't remember the name of that big hill. Yeah, but up around Four Winds, up, four up around Winds, Four Winds exactly, direction. Yeah. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah, and it's open there. And David says, "Listen, come on in. Good, good quality golf balls, and if you really want that nice crisp." Ball off grass sound. Get yourself along the mount to uh, not break and drink. Right, range. I'm going there as we speak. I'm away now. <laughs> That's it for episode seventy-ish, whichever one, whatever it is. It is. Uh, short and sweet, and to the point this week. There's uh, still a lot going on, and uh, just getting the time is, 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 yeah, is tricky yeah. enough. But let's be honest, Morris. The, the open took it out of us. We're not as young as we thought we were. <laughs> the open, by the way, we can't talk up enough about it. it was from. From a journalism point of view, for just have being we there. have we not even we have to we not talk we, we, not, we haven't done a podcast since we did our vlogs live at the time, Aye. but we haven't done a podcast since really yeah Jeez. yeah it's only a couple of weeks been leaving Feels since like forever ago Feels it was well, just we should, we should maybe once the dust settles have a proper thing maybe about. in the next one we'll do like a proper thing and, yeah. and you know I've got lots of video footage yeah. and interesting stuff yeah that, that we can put up and put out. up online and we we haven't yeah. even put up half the photographs yeah. and all the all the video footage of on on the Range all the people and you didn't fall out by any professionals this time year. Uh, no, I didn't. Well, you see, that's, that's something the wrong. There's something wrong there. Clarky nearly got a wee bit of a oh, going over now oh, for, okay. his, for his, you know, walking off. Of, and, oh. So we may re, we may revisit that. Right. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a good uh, couple of weeks of golf. Exactly. And um, if you're if you're at the ISPS hand and you see us floating about, give us a wave and definitely. Try and get yourself a couple of tickets that I think it's going to be a good. Yes, if you, if you do spot the most famous man in golf, Mr. Paul Kelly, go over and say hello. <laughs> right, see you later. Bye. Bye.